It's like when you were in class and they'd call roll and you're like, I gotta gotta practice. How do you mentally prepare to say here? (laughs) Right? Be like, and then it gets to you and you practice in your head the whole time and then all of a sudden you're just like, here! (laughs) And it just comes out as like, (sighs) did you ever have the kid that was like, present? Oh, yeah. And you're just like, why you gotta show us all up? Why? Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, do the high school musical thing where... (sighs) (sighs) Gotta prep myself. (laughs) Great start. We're doing great here. Welcome to the Notes Becky podcast. The podcast where we talk about every Taylor Swift song. In detail. In chronological order. I'm Maddie. I'm Shelby. And today we're talking about debut. I almost said something else. But we're talking (laughs) about the debut album. Taylor Swift, the debut album that came out... Uh, October 24th, 2006. What were you doing in 2006? Um, I had actually... <laughs> not writing a country album. <laughs> right? Yeah, no. That's for sure. I'm not that talented. <laughs> but, uh, let's see, 2006, I had just moved back to America, fun fact. Oh, military child. Yes, it's a good time. But yeah, so, let's see, October 2006, I had just started, uh, at my new school in Illinois. Uh-huh. And what was it? Seventh grade. That was seventh grade for me. So then I would have been in fifth grade. So it's what I didn't really know about this album till um, I guess when I started middle school in sixth grade because my first Taylor Swift song was Picture Burn. Gotcha. I know you were like all special and you heard like <laughs> when Tim McGraw appeared like on the radio. Yes, I was a. That you're better than all of us. <laughs> I'm better than you. But um, no, I'm not. I just listen to the radio a lot and country radio is what my mom had on in the car (laughs) so but yeah so the album came out um fall of 2006 and it was written during 2005 which was taylor's freshman year of high school yeah could not be me with a baby (laughs) me freshman year of high school was awkward in my little twilight shirt i was just trying to like be a good little youth group kid and like not get in trouble i wasn't out here writing albums i could barely write my english papers (laughs) let alone a whole album i'm trying to think freshman year i don't know but to even have like that much like identity of yourself where you're like this is how i feel about things right at the time i was like i don't know how i feel about anything right like i couldn't even keep a diary entry like more than a week right you'd be like (laughs) I would be like, my life is so boring. No one's going to read this. Blah, blah, blah. But that was also the same year that she signed with Big Machine Records in 2005. Rest in peace. Actually, not rest in peace. (sighs) Die on a hill. Die on a hill. It's fine. We'll get into why later if you're new to the Swifty world. But that's what, are you the token friend that whenever people are like, why is she re-recording the album? Do you have to be like, oh, I have to give the PowerPoint presentation. I gotta like introduce oh. the cast of characters. Yeah, 100%. I'm that friend that whenever Red came out, I had to like go into like a 20 minute like speech about like why she was re-recording everything. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get there when we get there. Yes. But um, she wrote the album technically with Liz Rose, who was um, a songwriter in, they were in Nashville, right? Yes. And uh, Liz Rose said at the time, basically, I was just her editor. She had such a clear vision of what she was trying to say, and she'd come up with the most incredible hooks. And so Taylor was coming up with a lot of the lyrics and ideas, and Liz was just there to be like, what if you did this instead of this? Yeah, or like, 
in this line, how about like adding in this detail or blah 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 or certain words that would rhyme and help her like finish those. Mm-hmm. So to think, you know, the 14, 15 year old girl wrote that mostly on her own. Yeah. Uh, also, the little doodles in the album, if you're ever able to look through the original album artwork, she made herself. She did. Yes. And so, like, she, it has like all of her handwriting in it, which she has very distinct handwriting. Yes. I don't know if that's just years from being a Swifty or. No, but, like, I can tell her handwriting. A mile away. And literally, like, I know when she's drawn the heart versus other people. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, I think that comes from just, like, years of being a Swifty, but also just, like, she likes to do handwritten little mm-hmm. notes and things. So we get lots of samples of her handwriting. It's not just, like, I studied her handwriting because mm-hmm. I'm creepy. Like, no, we have lots of samples and... You and I particularly mm-hmm. have been Swifties for a long time, so I think just over time we've gotten. But, um, also, to think at the time period because it came out in two thousand six, she used her MySpace, yes. for the most part to promote the album, and that's how she like talked to her fans, right? And was like, "Hey guys, here's my new song. Here's this." Oh and so, goodness. for um, those of you babies, because it was also to be fair, MySpace was like barely a thing for my age group like some kids had it but like I didn't I never had one I think I was the last age group of MySpace because I'm what two years older than you yeah so it's whether you're a baby millennial yeah and I'm a geriatric Gen Z (laughs) right yeah like I'm at the very end of millennial but yeah MySpace I think my generation was really like the last one to really use it um, especially like as it was intended and stuff like that, because um, my generation was the first to really get into Facebook. Because mm-hmm. I think MySpace had a thing where you had to be sixteen, not sixteen. I think you had to be fourteen to be on the site. Yeah, and I was like just off of the age cut off, and then my uh, Facebook ended up coming out. Yeah, because you, like, had to put in your birthday when you signed up and stuff, which, I mean, obviously... Nobody, nobody everybody, lies on the internet, Shelby. <laughs> right. Everybody lied about it. Nobody um, has ever lied on the internet, ever. There's so many hot singles in my area. <laughs> right. Um, but, yeah, I was one of those good kids who didn't have a MySpace because I wasn't old enough. To be fair, we both were also uh, youth group children, so that was forbidden because it was a big rule. Right. So at the time, Taylor was an opening act for several country artists such as Rascal Flatts, George Strait, Brad Paisley, Faith Hill, and Tim McGraw throughout 2006 and 2007. Yes. And so, also want to talk about at this time, country music was the post-9-11 country music where it was middle-aged white men talking about how they love God, their country, and guns. Their dog. Their dog, how their wife's leaving them the truck. And so for little curly-headed blonde Taylor to come up and be like, I'm going to write songs about the boys that mistreat me was so far. Yeah, because even just like, yes, there were female country artists, and I'm not saying that they weren't like good or whatever, but you definitely more, even on the radio, heard the men more. Mm-hmm. And even because you know, female artists at the time, like Shania Twain and um, Carrie Underwood and Miranda Lambert, they were a little bit older. Yeah. So somebody as young as Taylor being a say, teenager. She was definitely the youngest on the scene. Oh, yes. She was baby in comparison. Yeah. 
But she also said that she wrote the songs in real time, capturing her feeling and thoughts of being a young teenager. And she was also very insistent about, like, because a lot of people wanted to be like, well, well, you can write it, but we'll wait to release it till like, maybe you're a little bit older. She was like, no, this is such an important time in my life. Yeah. That, like, these thoughts and feelings need to be shared. Yeah. It was very much, and I know she's said this, but, like, we were witnessing her diary in real mm-hmm. time. And she's always said that, that her albums are her diaries and we get to listen and decipher and mm-hmm. add it to our lives. Yeah. And uh, she was also very, like, insistent that she be the one writing her songs. Mm-hmm. Like, she would have co-writers and stuff, but it was that she was the one who did most mm-hmm. of the writing. It wasn't somebody coming up and be like, hey, I heard you went through a breakup. Here's my breakup song. Does it somewhat apply to you? She was like, no, these are my stories, my lyrics, my words. Right. And so back then when she would go on radio tours to promote her album, she'd bake them cookies. That's adorable. And she would show up with like these little like Tupperware containers for like all the radio people and be like, ask the, she's like, if everybody could request to play Tim McGraw by Taylor Swift, here's my little chocolate chip cookies. Like how just precious is that? That's so adorable. I love baby Taylor. Uh, Also the photo shoot for the album cover took place at a creek. Yes. That was five minutes from her parents' house. So in the album art, because we always associate it with blue and green colors and tone and i love that each album and era has like it's certain colors distinct, like color except for 1989 we can't decide right which we'll get to but that it has this very distinct like blue and green earth tones and like jewel tones and stuff like that yeah i also always associate it with butterflies because that's what's like mm-hmm. the little like doodles and doodles the, and the stuff in the album are all like butterflies and swirls and very like whimsical country and also this is what she was in her and her mom andrea talks about this later that at the time she hated it because she was going through her uh sundresses and cowgirl boots face yes that's all she would wear also i'd like to keep in mind that taylor's from reading pennsylvania yes and then when she moved to hendersonville tennessee southern accent overnight right. <laughs> don't know where it came from but she started it and it's so it's weird to, like, go back and, like, I'm very excited when she re-records debut. Right, and, like, I want to see how she how does it. How country she's going to be. Right, how country, and, like, I'm excited to see how she does it, because, like, I know she said that, like, her voice has changed over time, but, like, I knew it, we were recording this today, so I went back, and, like, as I was driving to your house, I mm-hmm. was listening to the first few songs of debut, and I was like, her voice was so high, like... Mm-hmm. And so young and everything, and just to see how, like, how are they going to do debut? I don't know. I don't know. I'm excited for, like, Picture to Burn, where it's got, like, the real, like, southern draw. Right, when she was like, I am southern. But she also recorded the entire album in four months. Yes. And so she would um, go to school during the day, and then after school, you know, when all the other kids are at soccer practice and clubs and play she would go to the studio and go right with Liz Mm -hmm. and I guess I know specifically with I want to say picture burn that she would come in and she's like Liz all these wild things happen I have to tell you so a lot of the lyrics in picture to burn that we'll get to was words for words what she would say to Liz about whatever story she was telling her yeah like what was actually happening in real time like what she had gone through at school that actual day you ready to get into Tim McGraw? I think so. 
Yeah. Okay. We'll see you in a little bit for Tim McGraw. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.